0: Daily Gazette Company presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette sports editor, Ken Schott. Thank you, Scott Geezy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast. Available wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me from the Parting Shots Podcast Studio in Schenectady, New York, as we look back at Union's 4 uh, 0 victory. Over Stonehill in the second game of their two-game series, uh, the men's hockey non-conference game at Messer Inc. on Saturday afternoon. An efficient win for the Garnet Chargers, um, their first uh, weekend sweep of the season. Uh, the go over the 500 mark for the first time since opening the season with a 6-0 win at Army Union. Now 6-5 and on the year, Stonehill falls to 0-14. Uh, Josh Shawji, the head coach of the uh, Garner Chargers, did not make any lineup changes. Uh, I thought maybe with uh, the the nine conference games and a, an opponent like Stonehill, no, no disrespect to Stonehill, uh, they're you know trying to get their Division One program going, playing their first full year with a Division One schedule. Uh, I thought maybe some some of the players who don't see much action might have gotten a chance to play in the rematch on Saturday. But uh, as much as uh, uh, the team enjoyed the 5-2 victory. There were some things that uh, the team needed to work on, so uh, Josh Howdy decided to uh, be status quo with the lineup, which included uh, in goal with Kyle Chauvet. Uh, he got the start, ends up getting his second shutout of the season with a 21-save effort. And it was more balanced scoring again, uh, four different goal scorers for the Garnet Chargers, uh, just like uh, uh, their victory on Friday with five different goal scorers. And, uh like I said, a very efficient victory uh, over there at Messerink. I saw the, watched the first two periods on uh, uh, my phone. I had some uh, duties here at the office to take care of before I went over to the uh, third period. And, of course, the third period, nobody scored a goal. So, yeah, Union scored twice in the first and twice in the second. And another key factor, which you'll hear from Josh Halgee, uh later on in this post-game edition of the podcast with the post-game interview Um Union won the special teams battle on Saturday night. Uh, They lost it Friday night. Uh, They gave up a power play goal uh, to Stonehill in the third period, and uh, they didn't get anything uh, power play or shorthanded. Well, Saturday night, uh, they were plus two. They had a power play goal, and they had a shorthanded goal. Uh, let's go over the goal scoring in, in, that, in this game. Uh, didn't take long for you in from Remember Friday night, uh, they outshot Stonehill 9 nothing in the first period, but it was a scoreless uh, game after one period of play. But Union was going to make sure this time that they got the jump on Stonehill in that first period, and it was Chaz Smedrud on the power play with an assist from John Prokop and Caden Vegas, uh, 145 in, to make it 1-0 Union. Good passing here early on this power play unit. Prokop, right side. Smedrud takes his time, hesitates, then finds the corner over the shoulder of Milan, and Bam! Union goes up one nothing less than two minutes into this one. That was Matt Dubrey on ESPN Plus along with Andrew Santillo. And that power play goal by Smedru made it one nothing. And then it was 2 nothing at uh, the 5:28 28 mark when Carter Korpke uh, picked up a puck in the right wing corner, skated uh, behind the Stonehill net. And uh, came out to the left circle, and then fired a wrist shot past the goaltender Dylan Milan. So it was two nothing the uh, Garnet Chargers at the end of the first period, and Garnet Chargers outshot uh, Stonehill ten to six in that opening period. We go to the second period, and uh, Carter Corpy. Uh, was called for interference at 4:24 of the second. Uh, Stonehill on the power play and almost scored. Uh, Kyle Schaefer made a couple of the good saves, and, and, and in effect set up uh, the shorthanded goal that was coming up. Nate Hanley picked up a puck and sent uh, Cole Kotze on a breakaway. He got by the defense and he beat Milan for a shorty. And at uh, with nine seconds left on the penalty and at 6:16 of the third of the second period, and that made it Union three nothing.
1: Now they find it. Here's Hanley trying to go one-on-one.
0: He's just going to take the difference. Oh, he does get it up ahead. Shot. Score! College, that's Godsey with his second of the weekend. And give Hanley all the credit in the world for somehow getting that pass up ahead to Cole Godsey. Union was not done yet in that second period with scoring, and uh, Brandon Beer uh, got uh, the last goal for the Garnet Chargers uh, at uh, 847. Uh, He took a shot from the left circle and uh, found the back of the net for his fifth goal of the season. Vegas dodges a hit. Comes up to Beer. Scores! Yeah, with a laser beam from the circle just under the crossbar and in, and it's 4 nothing Garnet Chargers. There was no scoring in the third period, and uh, Union comes away with the 4-0 victory. As I mentioned earlier, there was the second sh- shutout of the season for Union. Um, they shut out Army in that uh, opening game 6-0, uh, Union going to 6-5 on the season. Uh, coming up, we're going to have uh, interviews with uh, head coach Josh Halsey and several members of the uh, Garner Chargers. So please stay tuned here on the Parting Shots Podcast. Hi, this is Union College women's hockey head coach Josh Skiba. You're listening to the Parting Shots Podcast with Daily Gazette Sports Editor, Ken Shaw. Speed, skill, physicality.
2: Home to college hockey's elite teams, coaches, and student-athletes, ECAC Hockey, 12 programs competing at the highest level, a league where champions are born and world-class professionals are trained, where history is abundant and a commitment to the cutting edge is unrivaled. The best facilities, the fiercest competition, ECAC Hockey, there's no experience like it.
0: Hi, this is Daily Gazette's Andrew Pugliese. I would like to wish you a happy holiday
1: season and a great 2024.
0: Welcome back to the podcast, and let's uh, get the uh, postgame interviews underway. We'll begin with the head coach of the Garnet Chargers, uh, Josh Halgee, and uh, he was very happy with the uh, performance today, and the first question I did ask was uh, concerning uh, no lineup changes in this contest. Josh, you said I had to uh, keep the same lineup as you had in Friday's game. Uh, was what was the reasoning behind that? Because you, know, you just didn't want to break up a good thing.
2: Why? Well, I, I think like there were some good things Friday, but just you know we gotta you know keep trying to build. And um, you know I, I thought it's a good effort in, in some areas on Friday, and just some areas where we can continue to improve. So um, obviously we got a lot of guys that are fighting for ice time, so it's difficult, and you want to get some guys in, but also. Um, it's probably the toughest part of the job is making those decisions.
0: How important was that first period to get those two goals? You know, last night, uh, you dominated nine shots and nothing, but didn't score in that first period. But you could get two uh, in that first period today.
2: Yeah, I thought that that was huge for us a difference in the game to go out and get that, you know, earn that power play early and then convert on that. So that was big. Um, nice to have our special teams win that battle. We didn't win that yesterday. So, um, you know, I, I thought there was some positives. What
0: was the the expectation coming into the weekend and now looking back, did, did you achieve that? Well,
2: I, I think it was, you know, you you come back from finals, and you know, it's not, you have the week off and you think you can get a lot of work in, but the guys have so much, you know, <laughs> work they have to do for class that it's not as much practice time as you would like. So try to get, knock the rust off, get ready for league play, because these are two huge games coming up for us in conference. Um, I, I thought there were some good things. There's definitely some areas we can clean up here and get, get back to you.
0: How much practice time did you, did you miss? Was there a percentage that you didn't have that you normally would have?
2: Well, you know, we just have a big emphasis on our guys in the classroom. We want to make sure they finish it strong, and you don't want to, you know, we have skill sessions for them every day, but as far as our structure and our overall compete, we're trying not to tax them as much as we we normally would. Tuesday was a hard, we went really hard on Tuesday, and then Wednesday and Thursday, we kind of pull, started pulling back. Um, Monday we was a complete just off day, so they could focus on their last
0: all last week as well,
2: right? Uh, so last week we went Monday, Tuesday, and then okay. it was it was a um just skill sessions from there. Yeah.
0: yeah. First time since uh, the beginning of the season you guys are over 500. Does that does it mean anything to you at this point?
2: Well, I think you know for us this is the first time I think we've swept a weekend, um you know so that that's huge and then to be over 500 you know is it is really important especially when it's you know not after the first game so um we have to keep. Keep building off it, and this, these next five games are really important.
0: Cole Kotz, he came into the weekend, no goals uh, in seven games. He ends up with two this weekend, including the shorthanded one today. Uh, what, and then we asked you about, I asked you about this last night. I'll ask you again: did he be able to you know, get some goals this weekend? Does that really build his confidence? Because he came in with 18 total goals uh, at Bentley in his last his first two years.
2: Yeah, we know he has the ability to, to score, and he's a, a guy that just. I think transfers, everybody thinks it's going to be, you know, really easy when you come in as a transfer, but, um, you know, it's basically like you're coming in as a first year player. And although he has a history of, of, producing, he's, he has never done it here. So I think he, uh, put a lot of pressure on himself. Um, you know, we actually had coffee this week and, um, you know, we just, he kind of talked about wanting to make sure he had my trust and our trust as a staff and, um, I, I mean, we, we reiterated that we, you know, we know what's coming, and you know, it's one thing if you're not getting chances. He was getting them. He just needed to finish, and you know, really happy it's it's worked out for him.
0: How much did that, you know, talk with the coffee, and who paid for the coffee? <laughs>
2: yeah, well, I, you know, typically I'm buying the coffees, but um, I think it's, uh, I, I think it's just anytime you you sit down and you're away from the rink and you can just, you know, kind of talk. know it doesn't even have to be about hockey but they know that you know you're there for them and um, you know it's good for me for them to see me as just a regular person and they can relax a little bit and you know for me to kind of get their side of you know how things are going because it's it's a lot going on and you know it's a new coaching staff for for him and you know for all these guys just trying to find their way
0: when you went through the recruiting process after in, in a transfer portal what did you like about his did you get a chance to see any of his games on tape or anything like yeah,
2: that yeah we watched a ton of video on him and you know i think the number one thing is he's an identity player you know he he works extremely hard he's what we want to be as far as our culture um you know the offense is a bonus but like he doesn't need to produce offense for us for us to like him it's it's killing penalties it's it's being physical it's being hard uh, on the four check and um you know he does all that
0: to win the special teams battle, not only get the power play, but get the, with Cole scoring that short-handed goal. I mean, how big was that?
2: Yeah, I think you know it's for for us. We were really disappointed in the fact that we lost that yesterday. Um, you know, so it was a point of emphasis to clean that up tonight. I thought, um, I thought we had good movement early uh, on our power play, and I thought our kill tightened up as the game went on. So that was, that was good.
0: And Kyle with the shutout. I mean, it could have been could have been a game if you decided to give one of the other goaltenders a start, but. Uh, how important was it for him to you know, get a second shutout of the season tonight?
2: Yeah, I think he he needs to know we believe in him and that you know he's he can follow up a, a good game with another good game here or, or you know follow up a game with another game like it's it's tough to do in college and um, you know he's gonna you know, get some work here and um, you know happy that that he was able to get that.
1: I'm good.
0: And now for the players, we have uh, two players who were part of the post game uh, coverage last night. Uh, uh, Carter Corpy and uh, Cole Katsy. Uh They'll talk about uh, their goals. And um, also joining the uh, dais was uh, forward Chaz Smedrude, who had the power play goal in the first period, and uh, the goaltender with the shutout, Kyle Chauvet. Chaz, let's start with you. Uh, coach kept the same lineup tonight as he did last night. Uh, how important was that for you guys Yeah,
1: you know, keep status quo? Yeah, it was important. We were doing the right things last night, so you're the same guys tonight. Uh, last night, you guys dominated that first period, outshot Stonehill
0: 9 nothing, but didn't score. Tonight, you get two first-period goals. I mean, how important was that to you know, get the jump and you know, make, make sure you, you didn't let Stonehill get any momentum? Yeah, it's
1: just sticking to our structure and playing the way we know how to play, and the results aren't always there, but we saw it today in the first. So. Uh,
0: Cole, I have met Cole. Which one's Cole?
1: Yeah. Okay. Nice yeah. to meet you, Sean N- Nice Thanks to meet you. you.
0: Nice to meet you. Talk about your goal and especially the pass from Nate to set you up, and, and just walk us through it from there.
1: Yeah. So it was on the PK, and uh, kind of just, I mean, he flipped it over the guy's head, and I just skated into it. It was a great play, and uh, just try to get it off as quick as possible. So. Josh was talking about uh,
0: his uh, media availability here. About you guys didn't win the special teams battle last night. Tonight you get a power play goal. And a shorthanded goal. I mean, how good was it to? Uh, and you held Stonehill without a power play. So how good was it to be able to you know, win that special teams battle tonight?
1: Yeah. So we coming into the weekend, we talked about our special teams being, you know, up there in, in terms of, you know, some of the best in the country. So, uh, you know, Chazzer got us got us going with a great power play goal, and then we got a shorty. So, um, you know, that's that's a that's a big part of our team, and uh, we look to build on that moving well, forward. So.
0: I know last night I asked you. I mean, your first year at union after two years at Bentley, you got your first goal with Union uh, last night. You get a second one tonight. I mean, how important is it? You maybe finally get going here, and you know, were you were you uh, were you pressing a little bit, trying to get, get uh, create the offense that you had at Bentley?
1: Yeah, I think that you know I, I was doing the right things. Uh, definitely took a little bit, but at the end of the day, just kind of trusting the process, doing the right things, and uh, you know simplifying my game and you know, it had some really good plays from, from some, you know, from, from Nate today and then Nixie yesterday. So, uh, you know, just capitalizing that and definitely happy to, to get rewarded there.
0: Coach was talking about, um, you, you and him had a cup of coffee this week and just chat a little bit to, what was that chat like and how important was that chat?
1: Yeah, it was, it was huge. I think it was just, you know, getting on the same page and, uh, you know, the belief and, and connecting between the both of us and, uh, you know, just having the ability to, uh, to, to, to do the right to continue to do the right things and um you know keep keep uh trusting the process so when i that was that's uh, no, go ahead uh,
0: when you entered the portal after last season what were you looking for and why did you choose union
1: uh well i mean obviously this program speaks for itself in terms of the uh the history and i just you know right away when i got here i i i felt that it was a winning culture i love the coaching staff and uh and, you know, the guys were awesome. So this is a really awesome group. And, uh, you know, I'm really fortunate and happy to be a part of it. And that was kind of, you know, between the, the group of guys and the coaching staff and, and the culture here, that was one of the main reasons why I, uh, I came here. So.
0: How important was it to come out here after the break to get a pair of wins? you got QPAC and Princeton coming to town next week. Got to get back into a flow.
1: Yeah, it was super important. We had that break last weekend, and we looked at it. We have a seven-game stretch before our Christmas break, and to get the first two is huge, and now hopefully we can roll that over next week.
0: Carter, guys uh, are over 500 for the first time since the opening game of the season. First uh, weekend sweep. Uh, I mean, how good does this feel to be able to do that? You know, get back over 500 and get a
1: weekend sweep. It's good. It's good for the program, and uh, hopefully we can keep it rolling. Can You talk about your goal. Uh, Jenner made a good play, handed it to me in the corner, and then just try to protect it as much as I can and let it fly. Yeah, Tough you get you get a good screen.
0: Yeah, you seen it around the net there. I mean, what were we looking at? Uh, I was just trying to open something
1: up. Uh, I know Kells came down and opened with the D, so it just gave me a little more time and space and disrupted it.
0: Kyle, for you, your second shutout of the season. Uh, I mean, last night, well, what was it like last night? Because I mean, first period, first period and a half, you're not <coughs> facing any shots on goal. Yeah, uh, you know, tonight was a little bit different. They showed up, you know, was generating a little more uh, opportunities. But yeah, what was it like last night to just? Yeah, deal with uh, no shots on goal for nearly thirty minutes.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's tough. It's tough as a goalie because you know, you have to stay in the game and focus and at any point you could see a shot. It could be a bad break, all of a sudden it's a two on one or something like that. So um yeah, it's 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 definitely I often find those games kinda of tougher when you're not seeing those shots, so yeah. Did you find
0: it easier tonight to because you're facing more shots?
1: Yeah, I was able to get into a nice flow, like I know there were a couple chances early where I was able to get some touches on the puck, so um but I, I was able to for, for
0: the yeah. We'll wrap up the podcast with my three stars of the game and the uh, scores of other games involving ECAC hockey uh, action. And uh, look ahead to the schedule for next week. So uh, stay tuned.
1: Hi, this is Union College football coach John Poppy. You're listening to the Parting Shots podcast with Daily Gazette sports editor Ken Schott. the most historic conference in college hockey it's a battle night in and night out ecac hockey an iconic conference home to 12 of the most prestigious universities and programs in the world and showcasing the best student athletes in the sport top-notch facilities and arenas incomparable traditions passionate fans alumni who go on to become elite professionals leaders and champions ecac hockey there's no experience like it
0: Want to get all the latest news from the Daily Gazette on your phone or tablet? We have an app for that. The Daily Gazette app allows you to read all the newspaper stories and columns from our dedicated team of journalists. The app is free. You can download the app from the Apple or Google App Stores. Hi, this is Daily Gazette sports reporter Will Springstead. I hope you and your family have a wonderful holiday season and a prosperous and healthy 2024. Welcome back to the podcast. As we wrap things up, uh, well, Union's 4-0 win over Stonehill on Saturday at uh, Mesa Rink. Uh, my three stars of the game, uh, number three, I'm going to go with uh, Cole Kotze with his shorthanded goal. Uh, number two star, Chad Smedrude, who had the power play goal and was the game-winning goal for Union. And Kyle Chevrette the goaltender to the number one star with his 21 save uh, effort to get his second shutout of the season. Uh, taking a look around games on Saturday involving ECAC hockey teams, all non-conference uh, action. Uh, UConn defeated Dartmouth six to one. RPI and Northeastern played to a three-three tie, and for some reason, and I don't understand this. And somebody's got somebody smarter than me should add, tell me this. Why do they go to a shootout in a non-conference game? What does it affect? I don't think it affects. The, does it affect the pairwise? wise I don't know. But uh, northeastern won the shootout, one to nothing. I like I said, I don't understand why they have a shootout in non-conference games. It does not make any sense. It's a waste of time and just s- silly. Uh, Ohio State completed the sweep of Princeton, uh, edging the uh, Tigers four to three. And likewise, Western Michigan swept Saint Lawrence, uh, winning four nothing. Colgate got the split with Niagara, winning on Saturday two to one. And Denver, after beating Yale. On Friday night, by a score of 5-0, shut them out again, this time 9-0. So a rough uh, weekend out in Denver for the Bulldogs. The Cornell-BU game down at MSG not over as, as of this taping. So uh, look for that final score on Uh Games on Sunday, RPI Northeastern will get back at it at 3 o'clock at Houston Fieldhouse. And uh, Boston College will take on Harvard over at uh, Bright Landry Center. So those are the two games going on on Sunday. Uh, Next weekend, ECAC hockey action resumes. Uh, Princeton will come to Union. It will be the uh, rematch of that uh, playoff game in the first round last season when Princeton eliminated Union uh, from the postseason. And then the defending national champions, uh, Quinnipiac, will visit RPI. Both those games start at 7 o'clock. Other ECAC hockey action: Dartmouth is at Saint Lawrence on Friday, and uh, Harvard will take on Clarkson. And this is the weekend where Colgate and Cornell will uh, match up for their home and home series. Uh, the Saturday game or Friday game, excuse me, will be at Colgate. Uh, the one non-league game involving ECAC hockey teams, uh, LIU, will be at Brown on Friday at seven o'clock. And taking a look at Saturday's schedule: Quinnipiac comes to Union for a four o'clock uh, game. And also, also at 4 o'clock, Dartmouth will be at Clarkson. RPI will host Princeton. Uh, St. Lawrence will host Harvard. Uh, Cornell takes on uh, Colgate at line of rink. And those are all 7 o'clock games, as is the LIU at Yale game. And there's a game on s- next Sunday at 4 o'clock where Brown goes to Stonehill. So well, that'll wrap things up um, uh, this week, and then we'll you know, be back at it um on a Wednesday morning, when uh, Union head coach Josh Halsey will join me for his uh, d- discussion about the team, and uh, we always we like to encourage you, we, we are encouraging you to uh, participate in this. You can email your questions at uh, shot at dailygazette dot com or post them on Twitter or Threads. I'm at slapshots, or you can post them on my Facebook page when I uh, post the videos announcing that uh, when the taping will be. And it's going to look like uh, we'll be taping late. Wednesday morning with union uh, done with classes for the first trimester they'll be practicing in the morning, so we'll we we'll, you know get those interviews done and like I said, it was a big weekend with Princeton and Quinnipiac coming in and uh so if we uh, especially with Quinnipiac being the defending national champion we'll get um josh's thoughts I know, you know you've, I, I got a feeling that's going to be we got to worry about Princeton first before we' about Quinnipiac, but uh it'll also be interesting to see and hear um if there's any revenge uh, going up against Princeton on uh, Friday, I know Union was very disappointed how that season ended um, back in March. So we'll see uh, how things turn out uh, with that. And uh, just to remind, uh, uh, just to let you know that next weekend, uh, my Gazette colleague Mike McGadden will be covering the games, um, uh, some scheduling, uh, would be able to have to juggle, juggle some things, and I have will be uh, putting the paper out th- that weekend. Uh, but like I said, Mike McGadden, who covered the uh, – team for a few years and uh does a great job he'll you know he'll you can follow his uh stuff on twitter at mike underscore mcadams so uh, look forward to that uh as well and of course the union will be back uh after that weekend they'll have a wednesday game on december um the 6th against maine uh, ben barr returns to uh, messer Rink, former union assistant former rbi player of course uh, Ben back. he still, still talked to Ben, he still put a smile on his face when you mentioned those two short-handed goals he scored for RPI against Union in the playoffs back in 2003, which uh, turned the tide in that series, that first-round series at Mesa Rink, and RPI ended up sweeping um, Union in that series, and um, it was a very interesting time <laughs> to say the least, but... Uh, yeah, uh, so we'll you know we'll, we'll talk more about Maine next next week or you know down the road. So we'll talk about that. So that wraps things up. I appreciate you listening, and you know uh, maybe I'm going off the of tangents here. I don't know. Maybe I'm just tired after a long day uh, here on a Saturday at uh, the Daily Gazette. But we're like I said, we're we're having fun with this, and we'd like you for you to participate. Uh, I appreciate all everybody following me on. Twitter and threads at Slapshots. Uh, if you're not on threads, please do so. Get on there. It's, it's a nice platform. Uh, Let's leave it at that. It's a nice platform. So, uh, we'll do it again. Uh, we'll, we'll have our podcast on Wednesday and uh, talk to you then. So I appreciate you listening. The views expressed on the Parting Shots podcast are not necessary. Those of the Daily Gazette Company. The Parting Shots podcast is a production of the Daily Gazette Company. I am Daily Gazette sports editor Ken Shots. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time from the Parting Shots Podcast Studio in Schenectady, New York. Good day, and good night, and good hockey.